Charlie, and welcome to the podcast that's about to take your faith on a delightful and slightly unpredictable journey. That's right. It's time to dive into the world of messy antics. Now, if you've ever found yourself caught between the matzo cracker and the communion wafer, you're in for an absolute treat. We're here to chat about all things messianic and Torah, and let me tell you, it's a roller coaster of divine proportions. Think of us as your trusty guide in this biblical amusement park. We're going to explore the highs and the lows, the holobread wins, and the wandering in the wilderness fails. Get ready for candid conversations, guest appearance by prophets, well, maybe just their descendants, and discussions about what it's really like to walk out this whole word of Adonai. So whether you're a seasoned sukkah assembler or you're just wondering about what on earth is a mezuzah, join us for some laughter and maybe learning a little bit about this holy chaos. After all, life is messy and faith is full of antics. Well, this is a super great episode for me that we're just having so much fun here on Messy Antics. And today I'm going to just give you a few teasers about this guest and see if you can figure out who she is. First of all, she is passionate about getting people into God's word. She's taught Bible studies and for over 20 years now and has spoken at ladies retreats. In 2020, Mount Zion Ridge Press published her second Bible study, Jewels of Hebrews. Okay, don't go start Googling and try to guess. Her third book, Room at the Table, Encouraging Stories from Special Needs Families, was released in November of 2022. She hosts the podcast Grafted, Jewish Roots of Christianity, you're probably guessing now, Living Waters, Falling Deeper in Love with God's Word on Messianic Lamb Network TV. She is ordained with Messenger Fellowship in Nashville, Tennessee, and works at Besora Institute. She loves photography, hiking, chasing waterfalls, girl after my own heart, like check, check, yes, yes. She's married for 30 years to Mike, has three children, Matthew, Alexandria, Michael, two German shepherds, Sophie, Mia, and Mia, Mike, and a small home. She and Mike have a small homestead where they grow fruits, vegetables, raised sheep, chickens, and ducks. And if you haven't guessed already, she's also a blogger on the Rooted Cafe, which I love all of her guests blogging for us. My guest today is none other than Stephanie Pavlanto. Stephanie, welcome to Messy Antics. Thank you, Charlie. It's great to be here. I had so much fun being on your podcast. Uh, that was really was fun for good. me. And I'm I'm super excited about having you today. I try to stop myself from saying super excited. I realize, <laughs> you know, we all have our things where I'm super uh -huh. excited. Like that's my thing. So anyway, so I'm going to jump, right. I'm going to jump right in and ask you right away. Like we ask everyone this question. So mm -hmm. the first one is how did this whole Torah thing come alive to you? Well, long story short, because it's been a journey, like most people, you know, it's, it's a journey. Um, I love Bible study and I was kind of getting a little worked up <laughs> in myself with finding like things that people were taking out of context or, or even passages that were being ignored. Um, so as I, as the Lord led me deeper into study, I started realizing, you know, just certain things that were in scriptures that when you went back to the culture, the language, they, they weren't the way necessarily we thought. So then the Lord kind of led me to write Bible study. And then I, he, two years later, after the study came out, I have my own podcast and through guests like you, through other, um, either, you know, messianics 
um, some just even Orthodox and others, pastors and authors, the Lord's like, okay, you've been studying, you've been working to understand why haven't you put it all together and start doing? Why haven't you been doing it in a sense? And so I knew right away what he meant. He wanted me to start keeping the feast. He wanted me to keep Shabbat. Um, we were actually already doing the food. You know, we were already starting to keep like Leviticus 11. We were keeping the dietary food laws, but um, just for our health, we, we realized that there were some foods that just weren't good for you. And so anyway, so basically started, you know, it was like, oh, okay, so now you want me to do. <laughs> so what does that look like? I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to Nazarene church. How do I do this? How do I do that? Nobody there is doing any of these things, you know? So, so yeah, so he just kind of led me. It's like, you don't need all them. And so he, you know, started introducing me to people, bringing people into my life that could help me understand more of what I didn't get and then um now I have a small group that we're doing the feast together so yeah Kim turned out well um I'm still I'm very pleased but I'm I'm learning a lot I'm learning I'm still learning a lot so I love that you have a small group that you're doing that with uh, a lot of times people will ask like well I don't have anyone around me and what I did last year is I literally there was a Facebook group it was like Arkansas Messiantics or something um then it was uh, I, I've some, I don't even remember the name of the group, but so I just put a post in there. Like we're going to be at this park at this time on Rosh Hashanah. Anyone else who wants to come, we're going to be here. Bring, 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 a bring, we're going to have the grill going. So bring your own meat and bring a side dish to share. Mm -hmm. And that's literally all I put. And I think we had 10 families show up. Wow. We had like, we just uh, turned on, someone brought a, brought like, you know, music and the ladies were dancing. A girl lady brought kayaks and they, they like, they kayaked down on the the lake and we just got to meet each other. And this, then all of us mm -hmm. were like, well, what are we going to do? Who wants to do something then for Sukkot together? And we all just went camping yeah. together for Sukkot. And it was all we, we just all needed someone. We didn't have to do it all the right ways. Don't you say like, right. can, can you speak to that about that? What if I do it all wrong? Can you speak to that mm -hmm. a little bit? Yeah, I think that there's the stigma that if I don't do it exactly the way um, Jesus did it, <laughs> that there's some problem <laughs> with me, you know? Right, right. And, um, but I, I feel a lot of grace from the Lord just saying, just do it. Just do it. Like, like right now, you know, I think the way, you know, even my son, 27 year old son's like, what does this all mean? How do we do this? I said, you know what? We're getting together with people who are the mind, same mindset as we have, and they love Yeshua like we do. So we're going to celebrate it like we would Thanksgiving. You know, we're going to celebrate it like we did any other holiday before. We're just going to get together, have food. <laughs> And talk and laugh. And I said, that's that's what I think it's about. But we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about the Lord. We're going to talk about this feast. We're going to understand it better. Um, we're going to have a little time of teaching. But then it's just feasting. And it's fun. And it's with people. So, you know, I looked forward. I grew up in a big family. So for me, coming up to Northeast Ohio, where I live away from my family and getting used to a smaller group of people to spend holidays with. Um, it was hard. I liked a big, I like 
a lot of people around me and I love to laugh and just have a good time with especially holidays mm -hmm. so um so at first it was like I don't want to do this alone I don't want to do this alone <laughs> so <laughs> I can't Lord I can't do this alone so um but yeah so he's put people in our life who want to do who think so we just do it and we've made mistakes we don't do it exactly like I said we're not we're not perfect, so we do it the best we can. And but it's about our hearts, right? It is. It's about wanting to know him and getting to know him better. And so it is. And I'm gonna get to about not doing it right in just a second, but I want to go back to something you said. You said you noticed there were some things being ignored. And one of the things I feel like a lot of times when 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 this word comes to alive to us in a new way, a new dimension, we say, oh, I have to have tell everyone. And they're like, we want to shake them and like mm -hmm. get them to know it. Oh my gosh, this is not right. Or this is what the Lord showed me. In this. Right. And we have to remember that's not how it came alive to us because for the, for most of the people that I know personally, there is maybe one person that told me someone sent them a video. Other than that, it was the mm -hmm. word coming alive to them on their own. Like what you were saying, you noticed right. some things were being ignored. Nobody sent you a track this said, you know, tract that said, here, read this. And here's the mm -hmm. ABCs to Torah or no one sent you. It was, it was like, oh, wait, right. you what I heard mm -hmm. is you noticed some things that were like, all of a sudden you noticed, why are these beings? Yes. Right. And I even told my husband just this morning, no lie. I said, you know, I said, we have to be patient with each other because there was a time in our marriage where my husband didn't want to go to church. He didn't want, he would actually just show up for the, if he came, he was busy person. He was always working and he'd come, he'd miss the, the song part, the singing part, as he would say, I don't need to sing. And he'd kind of show up just for the sermon. Well, sometimes he was late for the sermon. So he was literally there a half hour. And then, and then, you know, and then it was just like both of us. And then suddenly the Lord started speaking about, you don't keep my day holy. Why aren't you keeping my day holy? Well, that was Sunday at that point. Right. We were still doing a Sunday Shabbat, a Sunday Sabbath day, you know? And so the Lord said, you need to stop working on this day. So that was like the next step for my husband. And he's like, well, what about Stephanie? You know, that kind of thing. And it was like, <laughs> I'm on board with whatever you will do. I will follow, you know, I, and it's not like I was just following blindly. I mean, I already had these convictions and I needed to give him time for the Lord to speak to him into the same convictions. Mm -hmm. And it happened. That's and then pretty soon, boom. I get the conviction that we need to switch to Saturday. This is the true Shabbat, you know, but, but we didn't leave our Sunday worship right away or anything. We, we continued doing both. So I think that, you know, there's a lot well, of, well, most of us Sunday is not a Sabbath because you're so stressed out getting ready to go to church and everything. And it's like, Oh, I know sometimes it's I not love going to still visiting a church on Sunday because I go in and I don't have that same feeling like it, you know, especially those I remember pastoring for years. Sunday was not a Sabbath for me because it was a work day. And mm -hmm. I love that now it's like, I can take this whole day and, and knowing that this is my day I'm set apart. So on this journey with you, can you share some messy moments with us? Like when things didn't go quite right, maybe even early on or even to yeah, last week or what something in this walk in your Torah life so far, can you tell me something that was kind of messy in this moments? Oh, there's probably been a lot of messy moments, really. Um, even just learning how to talk to people about it and not like we talk, you know, just like you alluded to, it's not beating somebody over the head with it and saying, you know, it's okay. 
that you're not that we're not at the same place it's okay um and even well i don't know this was messy but i don't know <laughs> you know just even in our um we formed a a, a small group and there was um some people in the group that had some differing beliefs um we all love yeshua we all love jesus and but there were some just really odd things um that i i was having trouble with but then what ended up happening is she um she and the group of friends with her ended up just leaving and because they couldn't deal with we were really trying to make a bridge between church over here that we've all, you know, some of us have yeah. all grown up yeah. in and this thing we wanted to call a congregation or a messianic get together of, of studying the Torah more and understanding the Old Testament. And while they were on board with some of that, we didn't want to de demonize the church. Yes. So that gets messy because yes. have some people who just, are very anti-church now and i understand you you kind of get frustrated that it's like why didn't i know this why didn't my pastor taste why did i have to learn this on my own well, why not really why not right. i'm i'm an adult i can study for myself i can read for myself and i have the holy spirit so i've learned it for myself through the holy spirit of course and it's okay so just having, I got to the place sooner than some people did with just not blaming anybody else for the stuff I didn't know. But one of the things we say in the, in the Rudy cafe, I always tell, we, I'll say this all the time. I'll be, we cannot talk about the church. Like it's the ex-husband or the ex-wife yes. yeah, because that is the path in which God chose to bring us through. I mean, I went to actually to church on Sunday with my daughter. I was so blessed. The pastor taught on this on Jonah worship was amazing. And, mm -hmm. but I'm there. I wasn't, I couldn't have done that two years ago. It was right. because I was, there was some processing of like, it was, it you start to know enough to be dangerous, to be like, that's not what it really says. That's mm -hmm. not what it really means. And it's coming to that place to be a bridge and to be graceful and to, to love mm -hmm. all love everyone where they're at and give myself the grace to love me where I'm at and not right. judge anyone's process on how he's, right. I love it. Right. And it's almost really like a of, of grief like you know there are steps of grief yes. in a sense there are steps of of that too it's like getting to the part that you're not going to blame anybody you're not going to blame your church you're not going to blame your old pastor you're just going to say god just revealed these things to me and i'm going to walk in that now yeah yeah so that's so good and and for me one of the things i realized let me tell me if you there's something that you realized in in this walk now i've i've looked back and realized i am so blessed i grew up in an assembly of god church mm -hmm. my whole life and then pastored in the church of god and pentecostal church of god and and then non-denominational churches but i i am so blessed to have gone through that because the number one thing stephanie is my memory memory work of the word because I, because of that, I was required, whether I was in missionettes or Awanas or whatever I went through as a child. And then as an adult, the memory verses, the, the committing his word to memory. Now, when I read, when I study from a Hebraic perspective, it pops alive and these hyperlinks start happening mm -hmm. because do you, has it happened to you? Oh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. And it's so cool because I can see through my journey how the Lord taught me about this. Okay. And then there's over here, the Lord taught me about this. He taught me about forgiveness. He taught me like you and I had a conversation on our podcast about strongholds. He taught me about strongholds. He taught me about those things and what a stronghold is and and how to forgive the trauma or the things that led up to those things. So every step of the way, every church or assembly or congregation I've been part of, the Lord has taught me something and I can't dismiss any of that mm -hmm. because it was his time that I learned that. Right. So. If he wanted it a different way, mm -hmm. I mean, there would, he would have brought you a different way. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a but reason he that he waited till now for an awakening in this area. Mm -hmm. And I hope that speaks to someone Mm -hmm. you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And yeah. you took the exact journey that he wanted you to take, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't like to start from A and get to Z in a straight line, but that's never, the <laughs> never happens that way. So and he doesn't, and I, he makes, I remember there's a couple of times, twice, two incidences where he showed me that's your timeline. Mm -hmm. And he showed me his time looks more mm -hmm. like a cochlear. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's his timeline. And so I'm thinking it's very linear with steps. Like I remember mm -hmm. thinking, well, I'm hip here and this person's here and they need to get these more steps. And he's like, listen, sister, they've already <laughs> learned all these other things. They just need one more thing to learn and they've got all of it. You still have to learn everything. I've already taught them here, here, here. You, mm -hmm. I don't see mm -hmm. things that the way you do is the steps. Right. Not at all. And same Not thing with all. timing, like, you know, just about how he sees about timing and time itself. And, and I've shared before about praying for my daughter when she was a little girl, who's 31 now that I can go back and pray for her as a little girl when certain things happened that I didn't know about. Is it going to change those things happening? No, but what it will do is heal the wounds that happened then right. he says, pray, he's like, pray for her now, pray for that little girl. Now I'm like, yeah, but it already happened. He goes, my timing is not like your time right You're outside of time. So you can pray. Right. And guess what? I'm going to know you prayed. And I, I'm going to know you prayed yeah. in the future for the little girl in the past. And I'm going to heal that. And since I've started doing that, I've noticed things in my daughter, my husband, myself healing mm -hmm. in areas that must have been related to those incidences of mm -hmm. those wounds or trauma mm -hmm. from the past. It's really cool. And it's amazing. It's truly amazing that he can redeem the past, even when we're so many years past that event, but he can go back and heal it. And then it, it's amazing. It truly is. Mind blowing. <laughs> like when you're trying, it's quantum physics. Like I can't, it is. I can't. Even yeah. It. And it's like his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. His ways are higher than our ways. We can't possibly imagine what that's like to not be bound by a timeline. Our timeline's like this. And like you said, his is like, boom, it's all over. It's going back and forth. And it's pretty amazing. But that's what I love about scripture even. it's There's so many parallels and there's so many mirrors and there's so many like, you know, you see something happen in Exodus and then holy cow, here in, in Acts, you have like the same kind of thing happening. And it re and here you go back to Genesis and or, or Exodus and you can see it and it's just amazing even just yeah I could give way off on tangent We're so, it's so fun I we only have twenty minutes <laughs> I am like I I want to just say one more thing is this because and I didn't I didn't give you this as a question but um, have you noticed that previously you might have struggled with some contradictions in the word that you didn't quite couldn't couldn't reconcile 
And now that you've been walking out Torah for however many cycles that it doesn't, Mm. there's no contradictions anymore. Have you found that to be so? Oh, absolutely. I actually wrote it online. I, on, on post on Facebook, I said, if, if you're struggling with contradictions, if you're struggling with this or that in scripture, I said, it's not there. I said, you have to look at it through the Hebrew eyes, the ancient Near East eyes. You have to go back and look at it according to their culture and the way that that author chose to put things. And there's no contradictions in scripture. It's just a different way of looking at the same thing. And so, yeah, yeah. it's just like the gospel. And you're, you're like, and there's, it's so crazy. You're like, oh, it's just like the gospels. It's like, oh, wait, it's just a different person telling a story. And we see Jesus, we see Yeshua saying, oh, let me tell it to you this way. Okay. Let me tell you the same story, but from a farmer's perspective. Okay. Let's yeah. do it from a fisherman's perspective. Okay. Right. That's shepherd. it. Yeah. Our yeah. shepherd's perspective. Let's just give you, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the story from different angles so that you can see it. And you'll just start realizing, oh, that's what that meant. Yeah. That's what I feel like for me. I feel like even still today, I'm like to over 20 years oh, yeah. now and I'm still going, oh, that's what that meant. Oh, that's what that meant. And it's really exciting to yeah. see those things. I have alive. five sisters. When we get together and we start talking about a specific event, you get six per six points of view. I'm sure because we all saw it slightly different than the other person. And one person saw something I didn't see, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, what about this? And I'm like, when did that happen? Where was I? It's like, <laughs> when it, well, I, before I just give everyone another rundown of where they can find you. And, and also I'm going to put in the show notes, of course, all the places that you can find Stephanie. There's so many of her blogs on her website that you're going to want to go through reading her books, listening to her podcast to give you depth and understanding, especially for those of you that might be intimidated by um, maybe teachers that seem a little hard for you. Stephanie's one of those teachers that's easy to step into what she's saying and understand it, but she's available. You can, you can email her, you can ask her questions and she's, she's available. I'll also put in the show notes, the link to the podcast of her and I together on mm-hmm. her podcast. It was, it was a really fun time. So this is just for fun. We're going to do a rapid fire round just so our audience gets to know you a little better. The first question I have to ask you is a really hard one. What's your favorite dessert? Cake. No, I no. Let me ice cream. Ice, ice cream. cream. Chocolate ice cream. Peanut chocolate ice cream. <laughs> That's good. Okay, so now since you have a farm, what is your favorite animal? My duckies. Oh, okay. I really love my duckies. Yeah. How many do you have? Uh, we have twelve. Oh my goodness. Okay. Ducks. Do you prefer a expensive present or a homemade present? Oh wow. I like, I would say only the only reason is because I'm struggling is because I, I like unique things. So I would say, I would say if it's homemade, that's perfectly fine because I do like something that's, that somebody just didn't go and pick out. Like you actually put some thought into it. Yeah. They didn't go to the scene on TV aisle and be like, oh, look, hurry quick. Let's get her something. We forgot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So are you a morning or an evening person? Oh, I'm definitely more evening. Are you? Okay. Yeah. Do, you, do you learn by watching or by doing? Hmm. I would say watching. I can, I can learn a lot by watching or, or reading. So yeah. Watching, listening, but more watching. Yeah. More watching and listening. Okay. 
Okay. This one's kind of funny. Cause I left it. You might think about it, but if you, if your pet could talk, let's say your German shepherd, if your German shepherd could talk, what would your German shepherd say about you? She spoils me. <laughs> I'm her favorite. <laughs> I think she loves me more than her kids. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fact. <laughs> I really think that. Yeah. 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 I think so. That's funny. Yeah. We're both dog lovers. So, <clears throat> all right. This is my last one. What is, what's a non existent job that you wish existed? It's kind of a hard one, but. <laughs> oh, it is a hard one. But if traveling was a job, having to spend time looking at waterfalls to measure and to write about them that that would probably be what I would want to do because I just love to hike and travel so I could I could go anywhere in the world and if there were a great waterfall I would be there in a heartbeat so well you got to come here there's there's quite a few waterfalls around us here so you're gonna have to come visit sometimes yeah take you to some waterfalls we we are loving the the journey of finding all the waterfalls around here so Mm -hmm. because people you know friends on Facebook know that I have this love for waterfalls even today someone's they're in wyoming and they sent me a video of a waterfall they just saw she goes i saw this in 30 few so it's always like thank you i'm glad people think of me when they see a waterfall so oh i love that that's awesome that's so cool so thanks thanks so much for sharing with us this is thank i you. we we love just this little snippet of time in everyone's life but sharing your journey and I'm going to just encourage everyone, please um, check out the show notes, because again, I'm going to give you all the places that you can stalk Stephanie. Do you have any final words for us, Stephanie? No, I love to, I love to talk to people and I love to talk about, I actually have a t-shirt that says I can talk about scripture for hours and it's true. So um, if that's what you'd like to do, then contact me. I will do it. <laughs> Yay. That's fun. And just remember everybody have grace. He's giving you grace. Give Mm -hmm. yourself some grace in this journey and you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Right. Okay, guys, keep it messy. And that's a wrap on another Messy Antics adventure. My fellow spiritual adventurers, from splitting red seas of laughter to stumbling upon mana mishaps, we've truly experienced the full spectrum of messianic marvels and Torah tales. Remember folks, as we navigate the sometimes bewildering but always beautiful path of faith, It's okay to have a few loose ends along the way. Embracing the messiness of life is what makes our journey genuine and our connection with Adonai so meaningful. Before we go, let's take a moment to thank our incredible guests who shared their story, insights, and aha moments with us. And of course, a big thank you to you, our amazing listeners. Without you, we'd just be folks sitting in here with a microphone, and that's just not as fun. We'll catch up with you next time on Messy Antics, where the Torah is our compass and laughter is our guiding star. Stay joyful, stay curious, and may your days be filled with blessings that are as abundant as manna in the wilderness. And help us out by liking, subscribing, and leaving us that five-star review.